You really are, I mean, as Adriana said, the Barbie of Miami, Dr. Barbie. You know, I don't want that name. I'm okay, you can leave that to Alexia. Okay, you're giving Alexia that? <laughs> she can have it, it's clearly very important to her. Virtual reality. Hi, I'm Danny Murphy. And I'm Evan Real. And thank God for the ladies of Miami keeping it hot, hot, hot this week while everybody is freezing cold at home. It is so chilly here. Evan, I heard it's also really cold in LA, kind of. Oh, it is so cold in LA. So I was living through you because the ladies of Miami brought the Miami heat to New York City and you got to chat with a few of them. And I can't wait to hear what you guys talked about because you talked to two women who aren't really getting along on the show right now. It was full. Can we talk for a minute? Like I was able to talk to them for a few minutes. I don't know if they will. Uh, but yeah, we had Alexia and Dr. Nicole both stopping by. I feel bad for the Miami ladies because they're filming their reunion as we speak. And it is a, like, it is, I think, actually 18 degrees outside. The Miami ladies don't know how to handle this. Like, it's not whether they're used to, but they are as fiery as ever because Alexia did not hold back her feelings and theories as to why Dr. She feels Dr. Nicole is acting the way Alexia thinks she's acting on the show. She's bringing Anthony to blame, her relationship with her family to blame, and is not kind of letting her out uh, free. Do you think you could get to a place maybe after the reunion with Dr. Nicole that if she gave you a new denim, you would want to wear it? <laughs> like, could she cleanse something? Do you feel she has some explaining to you do? Know, she's really good. You know, she's married to an attorney and the attorney is like, do not admit it. Do not admit it. And she's going for that. She will not admit anything. I won't say sorry, but she won't admit. So you know what? We're kind of even. Okay, you're at a cross. But you know what? I acknowledge it. Like when I, I said, okay, I own it. Now, another thing is forgiveness or saying I'm sorry, because mm -hmm. I think that those are like three very strong words for me. So when I do say them, I really mean them. Yeah. I feel like in these kind of shows, like women are always saying like, I'm sorry, or, or I love you, and it's a lie. So I'm like, no. Well, now I feel maybe, hopefully, maybe Dr. Nicole will take lessons from that and give you a seven minute long apology on Instagram. Would you like that from her? You know, I don't like the Instagram thing. Okay. I think it's so fake. Yeah. I feel like I would like it in person and not even an apology, but just like owning it and say, yeah. listen, you know, I was never able to get over Marisol saying she trusted me the least and making problems with me. And, you know, it's hard for some people to ask to get over things. Yeah. And I think she's kind of like showed that a part mm -hmm. of her family life and her and she's admitted herself that she's even gone to therapy to try to forgive people. So I think there's something in her that doesn't allow that. And that's why she had something to do with it in order to get back a Marisol. I don't think it was anything towards was collateral. me. Yeah. Yeah. I was collateral damage for sure. Like I am because I stick up for people because <laughs> I don't like yes. injustices yeah. and Marisol won't stick up for herself. And she had gone with me to the brunch. Mm. So how she deals with this kind of stuff is leaving. And I never leave the scene. <laughs> you I'm not saying. Well, the thing is that she's going to keep on lying because, you know, she's married to Anthony. So that is what they do. I mean, you know, it's like attorneys are going to tell you, don't admit it. There's no evidence. There's no nothing. They're not going to bring Anna, um, you know, to say different. And I think that Anna is grateful for the opportunity. You know, she probably wants to get like her product back on the shelf. I don't know if it is or it isn't. I don't know anything about her life. But, you know, everybody always wants a comeback. So I understand why Anna did it. I just don't understand why they did it. Mm. Okay, that's very <laughs> interesting. And a final thing, because I know the reunion is coming up, which we are going to be very excited to watch. Mm -hmm. How are you feeling going into it? And between, because obviously I'm thinking you're going to be having a lot of back and forths with both Dr. Nicole and Lisa. 
Who do you feel? You I don't think I'm gonna have so much back and forth with, with Nicole. Nicole, okay, you guys are you're kind. No, you're just waiting I mean, for her. I don't think so because I think that after we talked about it, mm -hmm. you know, I do believe what she said as far as Adriana being the one that had the idea. Okay. I could think that Adriana could have the idea because Adriana figured everything out, but because Nicole had already shared mm -hmm. that Anna and Leah had reached out to her and that she had information, but she didn't you know, have the facts and she didn't have the proof, so she wasn't gonna repeat it. So Adriana's probably like, I will. <laughs> and so that's what happened. So and Nicole's like, okay, well, you know, I want nothing to do with this. You better sit, take all the blame. But you know, honestly, it was Nicole's brunch. She could have mm. stopped it or been the bigger, better person and the better friend and the smart one and say, you know what? It's not cool that you're doing this. If you're trying to move forward with Marisol and Alexia, why would you be doing this? And she didn't do that. Mm. So that's why I was like disappointed. Not Anthony. Don't, don't bring Anthony into it. I feel like honestly, Anthony, he, he has had his messy Miami moments for mm. sure. Like sometimes I'm like, Anthony, do you need a mojito? Which I honestly, I appreciate the men who put in the work on the show. Him, Joe Gorga, like if you're willing to act as a housewife, like I, I'm, I'm here for it. I give props to you. I bow at your feet, do your thing. But I feel like this season, he's kind of taken a step back, right? Like he hasn't said anything really shady about Larsa. He hasn't, he even like accepted um, Alexia's husband's nine, nine minute apology. So like he's, he's kind of been like easy breezy. Did you, did you see Todd also posted a video about why they rent? Uh, no, what summarize it for me. It was like, literally I went back to math class. Like there was like a whiteboard and he was like, rent, mortgage, interest rates, talking about how it was smarter over time to, Ren instead of buy, and he was commenting with people. Like he was engaged in the comments where I almost Alexi said he was glad she was glad that he did that. I feel like he maybe could just take a breath and then be okay. But they do seem very I do like how much they support each other. They have each other's backs. Yeah, 100 percent I need to know Todd's astrological sign because we know that Alexia is a Taurus like Teresa, and Teresa yeah. and Alexia always remind the Bravo fans of yeah. each other. Uh, they really are one and the same. I do wonder if Todd and Louis share any astrological similarities because they kind of remind me of each other in different ways. I kind of feel like Louis would also give us a lesson in why renting oh. is better than buying. Or you know what I mean? Like PowerPoint pending. He would love that. And speaking of Tauruses, Dr. Nicole's future baby daughter is going to be a Taurus because they scheduled oh. the when she's going to have her. And I was like. And then the first day I was like, oh, she's a Taurus. And Dr. Nicole was like, is she going to be stubborn? And I was like, yeah. yeah if, you guys, you're gonna say the uh, if you guys have been with us for a while, you obviously know that Danny is a Taurus. Like so many of our favorite. Like Alexia. Yeah. Alexia, Teresa, Candy. The list goes on and on. And now Dr. Nicole's baby. Dr. Nicole's baby. And while we did talk a little bit about uh, her future adorable little girl and the Hedgeto Prada that she was in on the PJ that her and Gertie took here. Literally giving bar. I mean, all the Miami ladies are like the Miami Barbies, but I'm like, that is Barbie dream vibes. And she, you know, I told her what Alexi had to say and she not really that bothered. She, she came for the Cuban Barbie. Came for the Cuban Barbie. And she also came a little bit for Anne-Marie because I let, well, because I let her know, I was like, you know, we accidentally said some things and then some things got said about the things. <laughs> she she was also talking to Decider and she was like, is it clout chasing? I think she's kind of like, is it clout chasing if I'm up here and you're, is that, 
can you chase the rainbow she that a way? Which I wow. Okay, so now I just need I need Doctor Nicole and Anna Marie to go to the Brass Monkey and recreate. Oh. Bethany versus Kelly. I gotta let you know because I talked to Alexia yesterday and I asked her, because I was like, I love when everyone, like the Miami ladies, you guys, when you have fun, you're so fun. So I love when the fun is happening. I was like, do you feel you and Nicole can just get to a good place? And she said, only if Nicole stops lying. And she said also, this is interesting, because she kept on bringing up, she's married to a lawyer, so she knows how to lie a lot. Why does she keep on bringing up Anthony in this? Like, it confused me. Yeah, I mean, I don't, you know, people will cling to whatever random fact yeah. they think proves their point. I mean, one, I'm not married, so that's not even true, guys. Just <laughs> take that with a grain of salt. But also, like, Anthony's been a lawyer for over 20 years. We've been together for eight years. Like, I, I've had my personality well established before Anthony met me. And who I am is has nothing to do with him. And I feel, are so you're kind of going into the reunion just feeling good because you know, you're like, I know myself. Like, how do you think they're going to, do you think they're going to come in, like, guns blazing at you? I mean, they're always guns blazing, right? Like, it doesn't matter. From the beginning, the moment I joined the show, they were guns blazing, and they haven't put those guns away. So I can't imagine reunion's going to be any different. I mean, I know my truth. Adriana says the truth. Anna says the truth. They have no reason to lie to protect me. So, I mean, it is what it is, right? Like, you can only say your part and people if they don't want to believe you mm. then they're going to believe whatever they want right oh. so and you know what they always and i'm say okay with it i, I it, it you'll get tired of constantly being hated on I, and also i get you get have to get to a certain point where you're like if you're just gonna always hate on me why do i even care correct <laughs> and that's kind of where i am right now like i feel like i'm damned if i do damned if i don't Ooh. you know they demand this blind loyalty i think on this episode you're gonna see alexia say you need to be loyal to me when have you ever shown me any any grace or loyalty? Like, you've dragged my name through the mud, you've questioned my professionalism, my relationship, every aspect of my life, yet you expect for me somehow to ride for you, like, I don't, you know. That is just so chaotic, but you know what they always say, you gotta trust your doctor. I asked, like, uh, Dr. Nicole, did, like, Sutton or Crystal reach out, like, thank you, girl, she said, her and Crystal have been talking a lot, so I know for a fact those DMs are, as Adriana would say, fire. And I need to read them on the PJ. God, I can only imagine the words being thrown around on IG. Can I please, do you know what? We need to have them come in and to play show the shot, take the shot. Because oh. I'm trying to get into their phones. Rachel is really going Go wrong. on her podcast. I, I do wonder if the cast is tuning into these episodes because she's dropping a lot of tea. And I, I know there's you know, your side, their side, and the truth. And then you kind of have to like put all the timelines together and see if it all shakes out. But I, I don't know. It is it to me, it is very interesting to hear her side of the situation. And she said on her second episode that Schwartz knew from the jump that the affair was happening. And then she revealed all these like insidery production details about how that uh kissing scene with Schwartz at the pool was heavily produced. Uh, and that basically the, the kiss with Schwartz meant nothing. And that basically, basically it was kind of like their inside joke to each other about the Coachella rumors. And that's why I was like, oh, should we just kiss now? Like there was never any feeling there. She was like fully involved with Sandoval. And it seems like Sandoval obviously gave Schwartz the blessing to pursue Rachel on camera and she was willing to play along because she also did admit she admitted that at the start of the season she thought she might go and pursue Schwartz because it would be a fun storyline because they were Fair. both 
fucking goal. So, I mean, look, I get it. That's what reality TV stars do. Yeah. It's happened. I like also Sandoval's like, Schwartz, you have my blessing. Yeah, because you have an eight-year-long relationship. Sandoval. Like, they're trying to deflect from the fact that you're like also having an affair. So, of course, he got oh. the Balls me to head. No, I know. I'm also Rachel's doing it the correct way because it is that thing where like um TJ and Amy Roback Holmes from GMA3, they kind of let all the tea we wanted episode one. So now it's like, uh, Rachel's giving you one little step at a time. She knows how to keep those listeners going, which I recommend. Okay. Yeah, she's. It's how you know Bethany Frankel's helping her produce that because I do. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, she's dropping those little cookie crumbs. We're following right along, and I kind of want more of them. You know. No, I think I am ready for Vanderbilt Rules to come back, and especially I'm ready because of the tea you told me about from the premiere party where you talked to them. Yeah, so it was a big old premiere for season eleven of Vanderpump Rules. The cast showed up. They looked fantastic. We had. Where was it too? It was at the Palladium in Hollywood. So they're really going all out. They're like, we got an Emmy nomination and now we are going to give you the, I mean, that unfortunately they did not win the Emmy, but you would think from the premiere last night that they had won an Emmy and Oscar and the whole EGOT. Um, But it was, it was a, it was a fun time on the carpet. It was obviously so much pandemonium. It was a fan event. So like fans could buy tickets. So it was like a screening of the first episode of which you guys, uh, this first episode is so good. Rachel doesn't make an appearance, but a certain someone named Lala Kent could be the conduit for what the cast might have hoped was a Rachel cameo this season. Obviously, Rachel did not come back and film, but seems like Lala was trying to like, I don't know, build some bridges. Very No longer sending things to Daryl. She was uh, sending DMs to Rachel instead. (laughs) Of course, I had to uh, ask the cast all about the drama that happened last year and the drama that's going to happen this season. And it was uh, it was a time we are back in the thick of it, guys. You know, I felt that it was important to reach out to her for two reasons. Number one, I thought she needed to come back to the group after dust had settled and people who were willing to hear her out, make her amends in a calmer setting and then right off into the distance. I also wanted to let her know, I know that people mess up and this was a very big deal, but you deserve to go live a happy life and find inner peace. We all do. Um, And then the Bethany Frankel podcast came out and I was like, I'm really regretting that I did that, but very grateful that you never responded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you think the season would have been different if she had participated? Well, I think it would have added an element of, like, it was already uncomfortable, but it would have, I think, just added an element of, like, some sort of closure, you know? I wish that she would have come back because she started a podcast, and it was like, you know, even just from a business standpoint, you could have recapped all of season 10, done season 11, recapped all of season 11. Like, you could have had episodes for days. Like, no one's going to care about Scandal forever. You know, this is going to, like some point fizzle out and then what do you go and do very true very true she's making points i'm just making points but i think that she should have come back because it would have been different than she thought it would be we're not on a hundred maybe some of us are on a hundred still but a lot of us have like had dust settle right 
and time has passed. And with that comes like logic that sets in, you know, as opposed to three weeks after the news breaks and we're in a reunion together. Now, if she wants to participate in a future season, would you welcome an on-camera conversation with Rachel? Yes, I think she owes me, I think she owes me an apology. Uh, for what specifically? I think to sit down in front of me and call me the things that she called me, Mistress X, Y, and Z, you you need to apologize. Uh, someone who's not hanging out with the cast this season, obviously, is uh, Rachel. She chose not to film. Was there ever a part of you that wished she had participated? Because we see in the premiere that Miss Lala sends a little voice note trying to seemingly get her on board. Yeah, I don't think anyone was like, dang, I wish Rachel was here. But I think... Given everything that had went down, I think, and now that she's you know got a podcast, it's like I think it would have been good to have like some resolve or just some sort of something. She should have come back just to say like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like, I think I think no one would have been upset if she would have come back because you know she had much of a place to come back as anyone else did. Like you know as much as Sandoval had a you know place to come back as much as anyone did. Um, I think if she was going to eventually like want to tell her side or speak her piece, like she should have just come and done that on the show and and to the people that deserve to hear it from her. Would you have been willing to film with her if she did decide to come back? Yeah, I would have heard. I would have heard what she had to say more than someone else. What did you think of Lala extending empathy to her? Um, I get, I mean, I can get where she's coming from, but like, I think. There's a, you gotta, you gotta, you can't bring yourself over that edge too much. Do you think that the fans will forgive Tom Sandoval this season? I feel like the tide is turning a little bit. Well, it was a bit of a difficult situation, you know, right at the beginning to try and kind of, like, facilitate some kind of cohesion between the group was difficult, but I don't like to see when everybody's against one person. That always makes me very uncomfortable. I've been there before in Housewives. And, you know, it can be overwhelmingly difficult to deal with. But he had the whole world against him. As I said, I went to the White House Correspondents' Dinner and they were talking about it there. You'd go to Adele's concert, she was talking about it there. Uh, even now, when I go out, still I was at um, something the other night and, you know, they came up to me in the audience and talked about Scandal. So it was everywhere. And I think just dealing with losing your friends, I mean, I'm not saying what he did was right, but what he had to deal with was pretty overwhelming. And I think I said to him in the show at that time, this is a lot. I don't know that I could have dealt with it. I don't think a lot of people could. But Tom's, you know, his kind of resilience is also kind of... Uh, but you see him you see him flounder this season. You do. And then lastly, if Rachel had participated this season, how do you think season 11 would have been different? Do you And do you wish she did return? I wish she'd actually come to me instead of sitting in the safety of somebody else's podcast and she'd come to me. I think it would have been good to her because it's one thing you're saying this out here and you're saying that out there and some of it wasn't true. You know, like I was paid like an intern. I know exactly how much money she made and it was, you know six figures it was good you know so it's just like if you're saying this and you're saying that she's talking about the dog story that dog was brought to me I didn't go looking for that dog I had no idea so you know I think if she could have come back and really spoken her truth to me because she knows I'm not going to be judgmental I'm going to listen and give her a moment 
that would be to speak to all the people that were so involved in the story. They wanted to see growth and contrition and see, you know, when she went away for a few months, how she felt. And, you know, I, I think it would have behooved her to come back. I really do. But, you know, maybe not for the whole season because I think they were pretty kind of reticent. But Lala reached out to her at the beginning. I know she did, and I was open talking to her, but maybe it was too much for her to come back, and I understand that too. Don't start, you know, negating it. I was just so heartbroken to hear you speak about the custody situation on the premiere episode. What is the latest update in regard to custody? Are you closer to getting what you want? You know, it's, it, his side is just so chaotic, and I don't see resolution coming anytime soon. Um, I would like it to come, but I mean, we're still we're still in it. It's a Sorry. nightmare. Hopefully, it ends soon. I think it will end, and it will end in a fantastic way, okay. better than I could have imagined. We're, we're claiming it. We're manifesting it. Absolutely, that's what we're doing. Twenty twenty-four. My my psychic medium told me this is my year for all things. Okay. I know. Right. Let's. I see love a medium. If you loved gossiping with us, and I know you do, then don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, Virtual Reality by Page Six. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next week.